0: Welcome to another episode of Sports Matters. Uh, I'm Kevin Drake, along with Matt Burt. Hello. And we have a special guest in the studio, a sports writer here at the university, is uh, John Nardalillo. Did I say that right? A-plus, man. Thanks for having me. <laughs> it's a pleasure having you on our show as well. One of the newest shows, we're actually in our third quarter now uh, here at UCI. It's been very grateful, and we've got a special fun drive going on here. Lots of fun stuff. Just like the promo said, you can just go on to KUCI.org. The minimum pledge of $35, and there's a lot of nice promotional items that we're giving out. Give out? But but um, I'm going to move right on into some UCI sports because we've got to talk our women's water polo team and what they had just accomplished. I mean, they just crushed it in the Big West Tournament. And I mean, they champs. crushed it. Champs. They are the champs. Yeah. The Big West Conference champs. I like it. Number four in the number nation. Number four seed. I like it. Number four in the nation, though. They're the nation. Yes. I mean, you think about the top four teams in the nation because this uh, NCAA tournament is going to be in Indianapolis and the West Coast is representing the top four teams. You got UCLA, Stanford, USC, and good old UC Irvine. Those are some good water polo teams right there. They're hot
1: right now. Any team on the West Coast is good at water polo. Yeah. Just a fact. It it, it's, it amazes me. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's a lot. Of, I mean, especially where my high school was at Corona Del Mar, the kids would get up at five in the morning to practice water polo. It's like it's crazy around here. So it's a big time thing when UCI does well in water polo, and it's been always been popular on this campus. It's like the mascot was named after it because of the water polo team. So congratulations to those ladies. Um, our men's volleyball team had a couple of second team All Americans. And uh, Michael Seta and uh, Tamir Hiroshiko, who I was really like, I really yes. like him. He's very good. This I knew year. that was your favorite player. <laughs> that was my favorite player, just because of his name. Like, I just liked him.
0: But, but uh, yeah, uh, I, I tell you things. what, though, switch back to the wa- women's water polo. I just got to recognize a couple of people. You know, Mary Brooks was on fire. She was just an offensive machine. In fact, she was named the MVP of the tournament. She scored ten goals. Matt, she scored ten goals. She scored wow. six against UC Davis, fourteen to two. What do you think about that, John? <laughs> well, I know that yeah. uh, ten goals is a Big West um,
2: tournament record. Yes, um, and we had the first round by, so which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and uh, obviously Dan Klatt, assistant coach, the U.S. national team, um, so we definitely have uh, you know a coaching advantage over a lot of uh, other teams. Although the uh, the top tier is really good. We'll see how how we can uh, compete over in Indiana. Um, but one quick note is: last time, uh, it's at the IU Natatorium. Last time uh, they hosted a water polo championship, 1989
0: men's, and UCI took home the title. Ooh, that's Ooh. A good. That bodes well for right. us. Yeah, absolutely. That's some I'll, great I'll, research right there. I love the sounds <laughs> of that. That's why we have this sports writer right here in house. Well, We're he's not he
1: he's not only a sports writer. We have to give him a little promo for his show. Why don't you give a
2: little promo for your Friday show? All right. Now, if you guys are uh, usual listeners to this show, I'm sure that uh, you will be entertained by the big stage hosted by yours truly on uh, Fridays at 4 p.m. So uh, make sure to tune in if uh,
0: you uh, don't get uh, your fix of sports talk just from (laughs) these guys. (laughs) Indeed. You know, that's that nice Friday rush hour getting out of work. You can just, you know, click on to KUCI. And uh, 88.9 FM or you can do it uh, you know, there's a free app. I believe it's on your phone and you can just sync it in through your Bluetooth or your, your car radio so you can hear it at any time, anywhere. Oh yeah. This exactly. is some shameless plugging right here. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I love it. Donate to the fun drive too. And <laughs> you gotta give a lot of love to the you know, to the goalie too, Annika Nelson. I mean she's she's been setting her own career highs with fifteen saves and back to back games, which is impressive. You know, she, she's really doing a great job guarding the net. So, they got a little bit of everything going on. So, I'm, I'm feeling great about the Indianapolis. And I just like what you just said, John. So, a little bit of good luck there. So, good luck to the to the ladies there. And I believe that tournament starts May 12th that weekend. So, they got a, this weekend to get ready and, and set them off next week, the following week.
1: <laughs> Good luck to them. I they I mean like they've been doing a good job. They've been hot at the right time. We'll see how it goes. I got confidence in them.
0: Yeah, Go we They lost since February, so yeah, hopefully we can keep <laughs> oh, that going. I know. They're just, you know, they're, they're in a nice groove. It's just like kind of like how the Ducks close out their season, which I know we're going to roll into oh, yeah. that next. Is that they're just they just got into a nice groove, and they're just everybody's just gelling, and it gets contagious too. When you know certain players start to play really well, and it just infects the whole team, and they're just amazing. Like Matt and I, I have always told Matt, I said I would drown. Those ladies would just <laughs> be like, "Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Oh my God!" You know. But uh, no, it, it it's amazing what they're doing. So you know we wish them luck, and uh, you know, bring it home, ladies. Bring, bring it home. home the championship. We like championships. But let's get to the ducks, there, Matt. Oh, thank gosh! They finally uh, found the net.
1: Uh, it was it. The first two games were a struggle to watch, man. But I knew this going in that Edmonton was the harder matchup for us. Like we were previewing it in the last show about how good Connor McDavid is, unbelievable skater, and the fact that they have a line with Lou Cheech and Nugent Hopkins, who are two really good players as well. It's, it was bode well for or it bode well for the Edmonton, and you know their goalie Cam Talbot has been on fire. Except for the last game. We've got some, you know, uh, shots on him. But the big reason why we won that last game, the big reason, they got zero power play goals. Okay? That's we huge. gave up so many power play goals in the first two games. And, and not in the first round as well. I mean, it was very uncharacteristic of the Ducks, but they, they were able to shore up the defense a little bit. So it'll be an interesting game four on Wednesday for sure. Um, I think Getzloff is getting hot at the right time. And, oh, yeah. And to quote Randy Carlisle, the team runs when he runs. So okay,
2: keep it up, Getzloff, that's for sure. Do you follow hockey at all? Um, A little bit, uh, obviously, during the playoffs. um, I, I'm a, i I'm a hometown uh, Capitals fan. Oh, so Cavs. They, they kind of fell into the same boat as uh, Anaheim, you know, losing the first two at home, which – uh, you know really puts you in a hole obviously um, they they were each able to get one back on the road I mean that's the first step um, to, if if uh, they're able to to get game four the ducks obviously that would sort of negate that terrible hole that they got into <laughs> that's true, that's true. Um, you know uh, yet like I said they took the first step you know
1: but with the Capitals, you're playing a team like the Pittsburgh Penguins, and you've played them for so many years, and it's a rivalry. I mean, well, they it's lost a tough to them last year as yeah, well. They, yeah, I, they did, and the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins ended up winning the Stanley Cup that year. However,
0: so there's a little twist in this one now that Sidney Crosby is going to be out for some significant time. <sighs> Ooh, but you know what? Next man up situation. Next man up, but it's kind of hard to replace a superstar like Sidney Crosby. <laughs> should, and they have another superstar, Ev- Evgeny Malkin. Okay, that guy is
1: really good too. So it's a that's a it's fun a series to order. watch. I mean, Washington is a tall order for
0: sure. Washington right. is great still with down to One in the series, Ovechkin. So, you know, it's. You know they really got to you know like we were saying just with the Ducks, you know, you got to come together, you got to play good, you got to you got to really shore up that defense and you got to got to get some points. Yeah, you got to get points. Goals.
1: Yeah, you and the main thing is just get to the puck to the net. I mean, how many rebound goals do you get in hockey? I mean, probably over 50% of goals. I don't know that for a fact. Like I'm not the one throwing out facts here, but I think if you put the puck to the front of the net, you can get a rebound off of it and that's what the Ducks need to kind of do. I mean, yep. the play of the game has been along the boards The puck has been on the boards the entire time, pretty much. There's not been too many open ice shots in the middle. And then you look at the goal that Connor McDavid had in the last game. Oh my gosh, that was, did a little turnaround snapshot. Ooh, ooh, that was pretty.
0: That was no, so that, nice. Like, no, that, that's the truth. Yeah, yeah the truth. <laughs> the truth of hockey. Yeah. You well, know, Matt, you go to quite a bit of hockey games, so you can kind of get a consensus. You know, you see when they're piling around the net, and if you're, you know, getting a lot of shots on goal, uh, apparently some of those are going to go in. No, oh, some of them are going to go in. I mean, it's just kind of bound to happen. The
1: law of averages: if you put enough shots on the net, it's bound to go in. But, um, I, but yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of you. That's why I that's why I like these ducks. They're tough. They're, they're tough. They, they are tough. They've been tough Resilient. since since 2007. Like the, they're the they're one of the toughest teams of the decade. I'm not going to go on a limb and say they're the tough, but they spent more penalty minutes than any other team in the NHL <laughs> this season. So it's like they they know a thing or two about being tough hockey. So you know, California hockey is is, is tough times for the Ducks. You know, they. I really like Nick Ritchie and what he does. He's kind of like the fighter, and he scores goals. And I you know. They got the skill players needed. So I it's going to be a fun series. If they win this next game, I'd say an if, knock on wood, you know, if they win this next game, it's going to be go to seven. Well, and it's it's going to be a game. great series. It's definitely
0: a big game, and I, I really think they they, they could pull it off. They could definitely pull it off. But it's like you said, they really got to shore up on what I saw in the first couple of games is the defense. They were somewhat out of position. That's how they gave up a few easy goals. And You just can't do that in the postseason. They just got to play a better position defense. You know that's it that requires on on the defensive line. They just got to do a better job of just really helping the goalie to protect that net and not to turn the puck over on the on the wrong side, yeah, no. which they did a couple of times. You know you're not going to score six goals every game. You're not going to try to outscore everyone six to three because you're giving up three goals a game. Eh, it's a bit much there in the you know second round of the postseason. But if they shore that up, you know the way the Ducks play, they're like you said, Matt. They're tough. You know they they can score goals and they do score them in bunches. You know this this is a series now. That's what it is. It's a series. <laughs> I kind of want to talk about the Clippers right now. And this is hey, yes, a yes. Oh my oh.
2: gosh, that was. Are you ah, a Clipper fan, John? Uh, I would not call myself a Clipper fan. No. Although <laughs> would, you, I would you
0: say you're a Laker fan? No. I no. would say I'm a Wizards fan. Okay, I, John I Law. True blue Washington. I like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I respect that. That's you a, can tell he's Golden State all
1: the way. I I've been a fan of them since you know I came out of the womb. So I, you can't call me a bandwagon fan. No, I know can, you're I, not can, a I can I can name the entire 2017. <laughs> you know, like I'm just one of those. Did you scorciners. say Jason
0: Richardson? Because he was on he that was, team.
1: He no, he actually got traded before the season. Really? So it was it yeah. was yeah. So their starting lineup Steven was Stephen Jackson was on Baron that Davis, line. Monte Ellis, and then they had a three of Stephen Jackson. And then they had Al Harrington yeah, and the man. leading, uh, yeah, the Beatrice, the <laughs> Beatrice. leading field goal percentage yeah. in Warriors history, <laughs> Andres Beatridge on that team. So, yeah, I've, I've been a Warriors fan for a long time, but, you know, I'm kind of unbiased when it comes to these things because it's, it's so, it's like there's only one winner every year. So it's like, you know, if your team doesn't win, eh, you got to look at the good things that you did. Um, but that Wizards Celtics series has been something that's going to be a fun one to watch, man. Oh, I mean, the Celtics have so much depth, but you, you don't have that star power like John Wall and
2: Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal, those two can score. Right, yeah, and it's looking like a hockey series so far. Yeah. For one, yeah. one tooth flying across the, the court. Uh, <laughs> now, I, I don't see the Celtics uh, shooting as well. They, like, put on a clinic uh, game one. Like, everybody, like, their driving kick game, everybody was sitting their threes. It, it was frustrating to watch, but I'm, I'm, at the same time, I'm thinking there's no way this, this keeps up. Um, obviously I think John Wall is the best player in the series. Um, he needs to get going. Yeah. Um, so I do think, uh, it, it'll probably go seven games. Yeah, I think it'd oh, yeah. go seven for sure. Oh yeah. yeah. But, um, but, I, I did have the Wizards in the conference final. <laughs> uh, so, uh, playing, and they they, still playing LeBron there. James. Yeah. yeah. LBJ. It, just like you said, uh, you know, there's one winner. I don't expect to win the title, but mm-hmm. if we could make a conference finals, then that's that steps know, that's steps in the right direction. Indeed, yeah. for for especially the fans of Washington as well.
1: Yeah, what do you think? Do you think that the Clippers will get ready? Rid- they, will they just blow up the team, or will they keep the core intact? Because you got to imagine, you know. Blake Griffin's going to want close to $200 million, and you know Chris Paul's going to get a max contract, so that's it's so tough, like how how are they going to afford all these players, and you're not going to be able to sign J.J. Redick it's just, they're going to have to blow up this whole team, and like I said before, I've been on record, if they don't win, I think Chris Paul leaves, why stick around like go to, you know, for example, go back to New Orleans and go play with, you know DeMarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis that would be an unreal team, I mean you could go pretty much to a lot of different destinations and and be a good factor but uh, that's just my opinion well, see, you know
2: it, it's tricky i think like la is like the landing spot for a lot of these guys like dream landing spot like i don't think chris paul really wants to leave the la market i mean he's on tv all the time Yeah, the exactly. Yeah. and i'm a chris paul defender i know a lot of people hate because his teams uh don't give around do well. but um i i don't know i i like moving blake griffin especially i really don't uh Uh, Like giving him a big contract. I think if they can bring in like a Paul George. I I
1: was thinking Carmelo Anthony. If they bring in a Carmelo Anthony, get rid of Blake Griffin, bring in. If they can pull Paul George, but like that's. That's, that'd be pretty good too, but I mean either one of them would fit what they need. Was just a small forward. That's yeah. been their problem for so many and years. Guys who
2: can make make threes? Yeah, you know, that's really. the two. Pro- yeah, that's that's where we're moving
0: as a leader. Yeah, you know? so this is
1: just so. a, look at the Rockets last night. I mean, I guess <laughs> yeah. the Spurs, they cool. checked well, so many. Well, let's pour our thought
0: on the Rockets. Uh, I gotta We'll take a quick break here. Hi, I'm Jarrett Lovell, a volunteer
1: here at Radio Station KUCI. I got my start at this station in 1990 when I was a freshman at UC Irvine. Getting involved in radio proved an essential part of my university education, teaching me the art of public speaking, the importance of free speech, and civic responsibility. 25 years later, I'm still involved and it continues to educate me, to expose me to new ideas, to new artists, and to new perspectives. That's why I'll once again be making a financial contribution to this station. Won't you join me in supporting this valuable educational resource? Please call 949-UCI-KUCI to pledge your support or donate online at www.kuci.org. Your donation is tax-deductible and will help to ensure that this station continues to be a resource for students and community
0: members alike. Thank you. Hi, KUCI. And welcome back to the Sports Matters Radio Sports Matters, yes, I know. We got a little fun stuff going on here with all the gadgets and stuff. I love this little switchboard. You just (laughs) touch (laughs) the wrong button, something else will pop up. But we are having our fun drive, which is a lot of fun. Uh, It goes from May 1 through May 12, and this is the 2nd of May, so we got plenty of time, so we'd love to hear from you. Uh, You can call in if you want to make a donation at 949-824-5824, or it's 949-UCI-KUCI. We'd love to... Here from me, and we appreciate any donations. But let's get back to that Rocket Spurs matchup, because I know it was kind of a lopsided Game 1 victory, but all i got to say is this. I will not bet against Pop in Game (laughs) 2. Or Kawhi Leonard. I wouldn't (laughs) bet against either one of them.
1: That's for sure. What your thoughts on that game? Huh? Oh, I think the Rockets just got hot. You know, they they came out and they scored. I think at the end of the second quarter, they were up by like twenty six or something like that. Right. That's really tough to overcome. It's when you get a big surmountable lead. I mean, sometimes you've seen leads blow, like in the Indiana uh, Cavaliers series. Like there was a big lead that was blew um, by the the Indiana Pacers, but. When you're down by 26, I mean, uh, that one was 21. I mean, 26 is a pretty large number to do. You think about how many possessions you have in a basketball game and how many stops that you need to get. I mean, nothing's insurmountable, and anything's possible, quoting Kevin Garnett there, you know. So... I just didn't see that happening. I think the Rockets, if they're hot, they'll they'll keep shooting the ball from three pointer. I can
0: guarantee that. Well, twenty two made three pointers in that game. Twenty two—that's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> you know, Pop's not going to stand for that in no. game two. No, yeah. absolutely not. No, and that's just uh,
2: that's just something that that good ke- good teams can do. Uh, that the Rockets did. Like, you know, sometimes they'll just go off. I mean not every Lakers Celtics in the eighties game was, was decided by a bucket. You know, sometimes the other team just got hot and mm. they made all their shots and they were clicking and they blew the other team out. So I don't think that um, you know, really predicts like the rest of the series. I think um, you know, San Antonio come can come back win a tough game too and then and then, you know, we're we're one apiece. That's those are the numbers that matter, you know. Oh yeah.
0: Then you take one from the Rockets and it's all even going back. Right, game five. Exactly. It, it'd be nice to see you know Mike D'Antoni get some uh, you know revenge against uh, old uh, Coach Popovich back when he was coaching the Suns. You know in that 2007 season that was a crazy series when uh, there was a big brawl and they lost a couple of the players and you know guys just st- just stood on the court just tried to help their teammates and they automatically got suspended and it was rough. So it has got a new arsenal, a new team, but very similar. And you think about it, the Golden State Warriors, you know, you know, Mike D'Antoni was doing that with the Suns before that team was even created.
1: I just like how the Warriors take less dribbles than they do passes. Like, they're constantly moving the ball, and I think that's kind of their whole mantra on offense. So, And it's kind of funny seeing all the players talking about, oh, I wish we would have played the Clippers because of the nightlife like what (laughs) I I think there's some sarcasm in there but you know it's it's It'll be better going to Utah because, you know, there is no life, life. (laughs) and they can just focus on the series, get in, get out, you know. But uh, Steve Kerr is probably not going to be with the team for the postseason. He's been dealing with, you know, that post um, symptoms of his back surgery where he's got nausea and headaches, and that's really tough to overcome. So I wish him
0: and his health the best of luck, and, you know, I'm praying for him. Um, Absolutely. You never wish that on anybody. You know, hope that he recovers and hopefully he he can rejoin the team, because yeah, he's a vital point uh, a vital point to the team to their success. But these guys are veterans and they know what to do. They know what's expected of them, but they got a good challenge ahead of them. Because, like you said, Matt. Utah Jazz, they're kind of like the misfits, like you were just saying. Oh yeah, it's just a, a multitude of different players. You know, with Boris Diaw, Rudy Gobert, you know, a Gordon, Gordon Hayward, Hayward unbelievable you know, George, George Hill. Hill. You know, you got all these, you know, and and they're just, but they're playing great team basketball. They are. They do play great team. It's basketball. It's just the Utah style. It's always been that way. You know, picking rolls and pa- moving the ball around, and no it's one does slow. it slow.
1: They have the the te- their tempo is tear. It's so slow. It's like oh my gosh, just watching paint dry. They're the, they're the slowest team in the NBA, but you know what? It works out for them. Um, I want to touch on the NFL draft. I made two predictions before the NFL draft. Okay. And how and what happened? And what happened? You know what? We saw our early draft board come out, and we also had the grades of each pick. It's just like what these people spend their entire year talking about the NFL draft, and I looked at like their previous like what they previewed their draft pick, and not one of them got three quarterbacks in the top fifteen. Not one of them. The only thing they really got right was Miles Garrett. And the, you got like these guys are just on there scouting, watching tape. I'm like, what? How is this a profession? Like they they sit there and they scout the NFL draft, and it's it's something else, man. I mean, I I don't understand how they, that gets viewed
2: so much. Like, people are so, like, oh, who is my team going to draft? And then they have no idea until it actually happens. Well, you have to give... Uh- those draft uh, analysis guys, the benefit of the doubt. I don't think anybody saw Chicago trading oh, the spot. That you know, was
1: that was. Uh, how did? Why would? I'm still uh, puzzled uh, by, two, by that. Are you yeah, kidding? Two a, th- a second round pick a and American. a third four round draft
0: pick picks for four that? draft I mean, picks. I, and no, th- no offense to the
1: – I can tell you, I'm a 49ers fan, and they were not going to pick. Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> they were not going to pick him. They were going to get Solomon Thomas either or They way. were threatening
0: to it. I would have been like, go ahead, 49ers, pick him. I would have called him other bluff and just take the third pick, take yeah. the best player available. I, and
1: you know what? The, the 49ers were thinking, oh, the Bears might draft Solomon Thomas. <laughs> they'll they'll get him. And the and then the Bears are thinking they're gonna pick Mitch Trubisky. They're gonna get him. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is that was the worst trade I've ever seen. Oh, that's something else, man. I, I really question what the Bears did there. I think that, you know, you look at the draft, they ended up using that pick to get Ruben Foster, one of those picks, and then they ended up getting a Miami cornerback, and then they have two that are from next year. So it's like the 49ers in the first round hit a home run getting two of their top 3 players on the board. So, I mean, the Bears, good luck Mitch Trubisky. It's it's tough to be a young quarterback, <laughs> but now he's going to have all these Bears fans having the you got to live up to this. So, I mean, the NFL draft, you know, the two things that I expected came out were the early grades, which how do you grade them before they've even played on the field?
0: I know. <laughs> it's just it's just what they do. That's that's just what they get paid to do, but until they play on the field. I mean, yes, the Bengals got an A grade. I'm a Cincinnati guy.
1: <laughs> and so, an A, an a grade. A
0: so even though they got an A grade, like, until, until well, I see them play on the field. What about you know, Joe Mixon? What about Joe Mixon? I got to uh, ask a, you about a lot that. Of, a lot of people in Cincinnati aren't happy about that. It, it's only because Cincinnati takes a lot of these character flaw guys and gives them a second chance. However, we saw what happened and still haven't recovered from that ugly ugly wild card game from a couple of years ago against Pittsburgh and well, that just got out of hand and, and yeah. we just want class acts representing our city and Pac-Man Jones getting in trouble you know <laughs> this and that or whatever these little <laughs> and it's just like come on out it's time to be an adult you got you got kids he's, he's got kids role model. Yeah. The, the greatest role model for a kid is his mother and father you know that's, that's who a kid looks up to so Come I on, do
1: Evan. like John Ross though. I do like John Ross. Like that was a good pick for I you just, guys. just who's
0: going to block for him. Yeah, that's fascinating. <laughs> they got yeah, all these weapons, so we'll see, you know. Yeah, I I
1: think that it's the NFL draft is it's something ridiculous. I mean, I like how they make it a feel good story and they show like the the guy from the Falcons holding up his great Tarkistigi yeah, wow. McKinley, the guy that he went to UCLA. Uh, yeah, I mean like those are the kind of stories that you watch the draft for but and to see who your team picked, but you know, I I just don't get all this hype before the draft. I no, just, i, mean, I your never team, understood you're it. You're
2: not gonna you're not gonna go from a terrible team to a playoff team through the draft.
0: No. You know what I mean? Maybe like two or three drafts, but Well, you build through the draft, but the way the New England Patriots do it, I mean they have built their team through the draft and they get key acquisitions and what they did, they traded actually all the original seven picks they had. They end up with four picks and these guys are gonna mold in. They get these guys with high football IQ and that's why they're so great yeah (laughs) and uh you know I want to
1: I want to touch on the Champions League the Soccer Champions League yes big matchups this weekend we got Juventus versus Monaco which that's the the, you know that is a good matchup because Monaco is this upstart team you got you know the 18 year old I can't I can't even pronounce his name this guy is like M-B-A-P-P-E (laughs) Mbappe <laughs> and he's going to make so much money in the future. He's going uh, all these teams are lining up the f- and his agent came out and said there's only three clubs in the world that can afford him and that's Real Madrid, Manchester City, and Manchester United. And you look at the top 3 grossing franchises in soccer and it's Barcelona was just like number 1 and then you look at the next 3 after that and it's those three teams.
0: So all I got to say is watch out for Juventus cuz Juventus is still a is relatively good. young team but they season You know, there's some good seasoned young players, and they're going to do some damage. Pablo Dialba,
1: you know, Mario Mandzukic, (laughs) I I like Juventus, and you got the Battle of the Madrid's Atletico versus Real, and Real's got some pretty good players on that team, so it's going to be a fun Champions League for sure, and uh, I always like watching that, because that's, you know, watching, like, the Premier League, it's fun to watch, but there's no playoffs. Like I like playoffs. <laughs>
0: man, we're running Everybody, out of time. Yeah, we're here. running
1: low. That's why I, ha- John, I had to just throw you, it. Thank in. you
0: so much. Sorry to had to wake you up so early to come on down, but it's I a pleasure it. having you here on the show. And yeah, advisor, You're welcome I back appreciate. anytime, man. We gotta come check you out on your show Friday night or Friday at four. That's uh, right. what's the name of your show? The Big Stage. The Big Stage. With John <laughs> Narda DeLillo. <laughs> <Narda> De <Lillo. laughs> <laughs> you knew I was gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. My apologies yeah we're we're just waking up here, but uh, you know we want to thank you for tuning in here at sports matters. Uh, again, our fun drive is going on nice. and um uh but I'd like to thank my grandmas, both of them, give them a big hug. Oh, you know, I am
1: my, my biggest
0: fans. Two
1: biggest grandmas. fans. And then I got to throw another big fan. I haven't done it in a while, you know, my kindergarten teacher Mrs. Jacobs who inspired me to do this. So,
0: thank you Mrs. Jacobs. Good morning wherever you are. Well, coming up next, you got Kenny Jones with News and Views and you know, he's got a great show for you. And until then, you can uh, blog with us here uh if you want to hear anything you want us to talk about. Matt and I blog.sportsmattersradio.com again. it's blog.sportsmattersradio.com where you can go to kuci.org. Didn't we just, just get Sound SoundCloud? Can we can we, prop <laughs> we are on SoundCloud? We are we on are. SoundCloud. Yeah, it too. is all right. It, it, it's on and SoundCloud. Just what is Sports, the title for it? Real Sports quick. Sports Matters Radio. Sports Matters Radio. Follow Perfect. it. Perfect. Enjoy.